0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Try By Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch.
1: I'm Britta Perry. That didn't land. I'm <laughs> Elizabeth Lynch. <laughs> it didn't land because I forgot her last name for a second.
0: But what was the joke?
1: I just wanted to say something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't really a joke, it was just like being silly. Oh my gosh, you're such a silly goose. <laughs> uh, today we're not just talking about the pilot episode, although we will be talking about the pilot episode. We're talking about Community, the series, mm-hmm. which aired on NBC from 2009 to 2015. We started rewatching this because we needed something quick. At night, Listen that on. was 20 minutes.
1: I'm going to give all the credit to me.
0: I, I assumed you would.
1: I just put it on one night and said, <laughs> sit down. We're watching this.
0: And what a fun ride.
1: Yeah. It uh, was great. We've talked about it a few times on the podcast. Yeah. Like that we watched.
0: You know, Sure, sure. Never never really in depth, though. But yeah, I mean, we burned through. It's Six seasons. Six seasons. seasons. A few of the seasons are a little bit shorter i think like two or three of them are only like 13 Mm -hmm. episodes rather than 22.
1: part of the reason we burned through this is not only that it's like 20 minutes to watch and we can watch an episode or two at night in bed um, but we also would make billy watch it with us (laughs)
0: well we wouldn't make billy watch it
1: well you know he always wanted to be watching something else but then he started to ask to watch community and he would st- and he would sing the theme, sing song. theme song. It was so cute. Well, sort of singing. He didn't know what he was singing, but yeah. he That was along. really. He
0: wouldn't really pay attention to it.
1: He just yeah. Or
0: <laughs> talk through Sometimes it. Sometimes he'd be
1: like, "Who's that?" But yeah. he would like certainly talk through it and it was not as enjoyable to watch it with him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um we can we can praise the whole series later, but man, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's such a good show. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's on, it was on Hulu maybe, and then it was on Netflix. There's a bunch of different ways to stream it. Yeah. I think like very recently it came on Netflix. So it's seen like a little bit of a resurgence. Mm-hmm. I think more and more people are either refinding it or finding it for the first time. You know, we watched it as it aired on NBC and really enjoyed it. And man, that rewatch was great. I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I don't think I have ever in my entire life rewatched a series from the first episode to the last episode right in sequence before i think this is the first time i've ever done that which is pretty weird yeah i feel like most people have rewatched it is but you're
1: impatient with reruns you're like no we already saw that one i don't want to watch it like you don't always like to go back
0: yeah and i mean i like to consume new things yeah i like novel things and so going back to something doesn't really make sense but you know,
1: I mean, with the exception of like sitcoms, we do watch in syndication. Sure.
0: You watch those. But, oh, I mean, you know, in my, you know, in my 20s, I probably saw every episode of Seinfeld 10 times. Mm-hmm. So, but that's a, does that count as a rewatch? Not really. You know, you're just watching random episodes here and there. Right. But anyway, I digress. Let's talk about the pilot to community, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the series and the characters and our favorite XYZ and yeah. ha- have some fun with it. The first episode is entitled Pilot. Oh, <laughs> Just, how concise. Yeah. Uh, it starts off and we see the text Greendale Community College, three blocks from your home. I think they re- they eventually established that it's in colorado
1: yeah it's in colorado okay. but for a long time i was like did they say it i yeah. don't know yeah
0: and dean pelton is giving a speech on the first day of class we just watched this whole series including the pilot and then we re-watched the pilot for this and as soon as dean felton came out i was like oh i know i love dean pelton
1: <laughs> especially in the beginning yeah like all these characters are so good like right in the beginning there's some things
0: and so he's giving a speech on the first day and he goes you know a lot of people think community college is just for high school dropouts and 20 somethings without jobs and elderly people blah 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 and you know they're panning around to like troy and britta and pierce right and he goes now that's what you've heard community college is for but i wish you good luck yeah (laughs) and he's like wait i i must have dropped a card a postcard
1: Oh, Dean Pelton. And
0: then we meet Jeff and Abed. For whatever reason, they're already chatting on the way out of a class, mm-hmm. and Abed like recites everything Britta told him, mm-hmm. and so Jeff's like, "Oh, I, I do see your value, Abed. right?
1: Because he's asking, do what you? What's up with the hot girl?' In Spanish right, right. He's class. trying to hook up with Britta. Yeah.
0: And so Jeff goes into Professor Ian Duncan's office, played by John Oliver. And they're old friends. He was his lawyer for a long time, but reveals that he's enrolled at community college because he actually faked his law degree, and needs to get a degree now to practice law and yeah. become who he was before. And so he's asking Professor Duncan to help him cheat his way through college, basically, and get, right. him, get him test answers for all his classes. And he's like, "Listen, you owe me. I, I got you off this like, I got you off this ridiculous charge." Right. And then in the cafeteria there's a, just a brief scene with Pierce making a hot dog and he like he like takes a hot dog and puts it on a bun and then like mayonnaise comes out of the ketchup thing and he's just like dropping shit all over the place <laughs> and then he decides like he's had enough with it and so he just like tucks the hot dog in between pieces of bread like like
1: on the like the buffet station just yeah like, yeah There
0: clearly while other students are watching him like what the fuck is this guy doing he's just
1: like choking like old guy like brah i don't know what to do yeah like
0: <laughs> then jeff introduces himself to britta and says oh uh, abed said like hey Britta is really struggling and she needs to do well on this exam mm. tomorrow and so jeff introduces himself and says hey i have a spanish study group in fact i'm actually a board certified tutor and so if you want to come to the library we meet at four o'clock and so that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> they meet in the library at four o'clock jeff is hitting on britta and abed walks in britta invited him to the study group too and he says, hey, this is kind of like Breakfast Club. And so, like, that got me excited, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you're starting to learn, like, who Abed is and, like, what his shtick's going to be the whole time. Yeah.
0: Well, you can't possibly imagine. No, you <laughs> can't
1: imagine it. But I just like that I know that, like, watching it again.
0: And then he gets a text uh, from an unknown number. And it says, say you have to pee. I need to talk to you. And so he reads it out loud. <laughs> Clearly, it's from Jeff. And then Jeff gets a text from Ian Duncan say come, that says, come meet me on the football field. And so they go out there and they're arguing about moral relativism. And finally, Jeff convinces him, like, listen, I need these Spanish test answers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so Duncan agrees. I mean, like, there's so many funny bits in here that, like, I'm just not going to repeat. Right. Um, well, it's
1: pointless. Like, I mean, everyone needs to just go watch it because it's, like, so easy to watch it. Like, but we're not we, yeah. we're not going to do the jokes any justice. Right.
0: So then back in the library, the whole group is there, all, all of the seven that most people know from community. Mm-hmm. And just like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to bring my jacket and my bag and my book just in case like there's a fire or something. <laughs> but then as he's leaving, he runs into Britta outside. She, she was not there. And she's like, oh, busted. I'm, I'm a smoker. Right. She's smoking a cigarette. Um, but then realizes he's leaving and is like, listen, if you come help us study, then I'll go to dinner with you. And so they go in there and Brit is like trying to insist that they study, but Jeff keeps deflecting and like all these like issues start popping up between the characters. It's like, yeah,
1: he's like, he's like, I need to like you everyone. we need to get to know each other. And he like,
0: yeah. And then people start arguing. And so he's like feeding those unresolved issues. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) then everyone just starts like getting into this big thing with like six people like yelling over each other and arguing like they do every episode and then abed bursts in (laughs) you want to know what i got for christmas (laughs) it was a banner year at the bender household (laughs) my dad grabbed me by the arm and gave me a pack of cigarettes hey smoke up johnny (laughs) no dad what about you (laughs) it's it's so good
1: the ah That's what I love about Abed because he, like, he starts out, like, so, like, like clearly on the spectrum. I mean, I think, like, much later on in the series, Jeff yells at him and says, you have Asperger's. Oh, Someone
0: no. says Asperger's in this episode. Oh, he says
1: it in this episode? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's one of the jokes. Yeah. But he, he loosens up more and more when, like, as he's, like, socializing with yeah. this group throughout the whole series. But what's so amazing about him is like he's like his typical Abed, the way he talks and like how he needs everything to be just so. Yeah. And then he'll like get into a character and he's flawless. (laughs) And it is like the best part of his character that he can be anyone. He just is Abed. Like he just is this person. But he could be anyone.
0: Like even here, he's doing this line and like is really intense and really into it. And he goes, "No, Dad, what about you?" And like he completely calms, like in a split second, like turns to Jeff and like grins. Yeah. Like yeah, that was pretty good, right? (laughs) (laughs) And smoke up, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Duncan calls Jeff now, talking in a deep voice, (laughs) and Jeff goes, "What happened to your voice?" And he goes, "I'm disguising it." (laughs) And then uh, he meets in. Professor Duncan's like blue beat up old small car and he hands him a taped envelope. That is the Spanish test answers and insists that Jeff give him his Lexus as payment because, Hey, you're going to be, you know, asking me to do this every test for the next four years. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you know, I need something in return. And so Jeff eventually agrees, gives him the keys to his Lexus. And Britta insists now that Jeff like clean up this mess you know, you got everyone to start arguing. You need to, like, help these people calm down and, like, focus for the Spanish the Spanish test. And so Jeff gives a long speech, and he compliments everyone and has them all apologize to one another. And he pronounces them a community. And then British says, oh, I was lying about going to dinner with you because you're a piece of trash.
1: Right. Basically.
0: And so Jeff leaves, only to discover outside that the test answers are blank. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and gets his keys back and is leaving as Pierce stops him on the steps of the library. And so Jeff sits down and they start to talk and slowly like everyone comes out and Jeff kind of opens up a little bit for the first time and says, you know, he admits he's going to fail the test. He doesn't really know how to work hard. He's never had to do it before. Mm -hmm. And so everyone is motioning behind his back. Like, you know, we should let him back into the group or like, no, 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 we don't want him in the group. And I like, what's going on? Can you guys hear me? Am I deaf? (laughs) And so they do invite him back into the group. To go study mm-hmm. and that's the end of the pilot, them going back into the library. The pilot 2 community
1: One of my favorite shows.
0: Great pilot. Yeah, where, where does this where does this rank for you on your all-time sitcom list?
1: I really don't know because I think I often forget about it. Like, when I, you know, it's been so long since we've watched it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, That's, like, a really hard question for me. But I think I would say, like, the first three seasons, maybe even four the first, like, three or four seasons rank super high for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I... uh, In the top ten...
0: Oh, easily in the top ten. But I don't
1: know what all those are, like, for me to say top five. I don't know. I have to think about that. I didn't think of it before we started recording, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, Neither did I, but I just kind of always have running lists of shit in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I think it probably falls. And spreadsheets. (laughs) And spreadsheets. (laughs) You know, they're, like, in my head and, like, also in my Google Drive. (laughs) Um, I think it falls somewhere around there. Like, it's, like maybe top five, like hovering in that mm-hmm. area, like Seinfeld, 30 rock. There's a couple. And then like, after that, I feel like there's a big group that like could be interchangeable. Right. Like good place, Brooklyn nine, nine community parks and rec parks and rec. Yeah. I think a lot of people agree. And so do I, that the last two seasons of community were not of the best. Right. It dragged on with that said, There are still great episodes in both seasons five and six. Yes. There are still moments in both of those seasons where I was cracking up audibly. I mean, it's still it's still a good show. Yeah. But like you said, the first four seasons and like I think like two and three were probably like the absolute pinnacle, like Mm -hmm. fucking perfection. But one through four were so good. Yeah. Also, it was a show about community college. It should have just been four seasons.
1: (laughs) I know, but that's the joke. I know. Yeah but i liked what they did with the last two seasons with bringing on that additional character but they struggled there a little for a little bit because troy left yes pierce left i i think troy leaving was the probably the bigger downfall oh. because that because troy and abed were like such a duo such a great duo but for for both of their like personal growth it made sense that you know
0: yeah yeah
1: obviously it was probably you know Danny Glover was like i'm going to do something else but it they made yeah, it work I, in the show right, you know right. um just like the replacements with them struggling like who's going to come in didn't really work
0: yeah yeah so we we talked about this a couple weeks ago i don't remember why we were praising community and we said like Okay, maybe it's not that perfect. There's like, yeah, there's like racist stuff in there and sexist stuff. I just, I've been thinking about that as we finished the series and like rewatched the pilot, and I've been like watching other things and reading other things. I just, I I just don't know. I don't know what's right. I know. You know, like, I don't know where society and our culture is going to land. Like, what is okay to joke about? Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many jokes in this show, even in the first episode Pierce is like sexually harassing Shirley, but it's always in First of all, a joke should be funny. It shouldn't be just like a racist or sexist comment with no right. punchline. Like yes. it has to be funny first of all, and in this show it's always in the context of like calling it out. Yeah. Like he says something racist or sexist and it's a way for someone else to say something funny and call him out for being wrong yeah so is that okay i don't know the answer yeah
1: i was talking to my friends about this the other night um because another michael and ben i mentioned that we watched it and michael and ben were like oh my god we just started watching it so they're like you know at least in the first season yeah and you know we got on that on that topic just that like sometimes it's like a little cringy to watch it's a little uncomfortable some of the things that they say and it's like wow like and that wasn't that long ago and just like how much has changed and we were just saying like you know they're always self-aware about it but one of my other friends brought up like that sometimes like a like a little bit of a crutch like that's like a way you can say the joke if you also acknowledge that you shouldn't have said that thing you know
0: sure yeah yeah
1: um but this show is also so, it's unique in that, like, it, it, for sitcoms, it's so hyperbolic. It's yes. so extreme. Yeah. And these characters are, like, completely, like, on, like, the complete out, extreme outskirts of of their character. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Sure. Like, uh, caricature. Yeah. I guess that's a better way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like have my hands moving Like yeah. no one can else can see it Babel, you know, they're, but...
0: like, they're like right at the edge of what's realistic For a character Like Imagine a character <laughs> but like blown up Like even more like bigger personality <laughs> <laughs> Extreme features
1: Very large nose yeah.
0: Big breasts <laughs> They're playing with a beach ball <laughs> 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 Yeah I know what you mean I also I can't remember where Or who I read this uh, article from a comedian who I think was like really big in the 90s and he said, you know, I get it. Things have changed for the better. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely right that they have changed. But to go back and like look at some comedian stand-up special from like 1997 isn't fair to them because at that time society and culture not only said that those things were okay but like forced people to make those kinds of jokes right. because that's what every other that's what They're society told to them was funny, right? You know, which doesn't make necessarily make it right. But like, how far back do we go? And like, even that, I don't know if that's right or not. I'm, I'm just like, that's there's so,
1: just yeah, there's
0: so many different perspectives. I think, and
1: I think we were talking about that with my cousin Tom, and he brought that up. I think maybe it was David Sedaris who said that.
0: Uh, I yeah, think that, that that's what we vague, were talking vague, about. Familiar,
1: yeah. But um, hi, Tom, friend of the pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know either, because you don't want to allow for bad behavior if it's hurting somebody. You know what I mean? If it hurts a whole group, that's right. not.
0: But but how very how funny. big does the group have to be to make the joke okay? What, what if it right, only offends right. one single person, right, you know, right. like <laughs> there, there's no, I don't know. there's no hard and fast line and there never will be. It's all just what we deem as a society is okay right now. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, because it all changes and clearly it has changed a lot yeah. since this, uh, this show aired first. But aside from that, it ha- it has some problematic jokes. It has amazing characters, character development, like, ridiculous storylines. It also has a lot of heart. Like there's just a lot there.
0: I mean the way that the show parodies different genres and tropes is just flawless. It's so Yeah.
1: Good. Like it's like sometimes you don't even know they're doing it and then you're like, "Oh." Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like yeah.
1: it's just I would like, love to see like the writers' room just yeah. to, like watch them one day to see mean, what they were doing. They
0: parody a clip show episode and, you know, they're like doing flashbacks. And you realize like halfway through, like, these are all like new hijinks. Right. Like, they didn't like just literally do a lazy clip episode. They're making fun of lazy clip episodes, right. but right. they filmed new things and wrote new jokes. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some of our faves. Okay. Best character on the show, I think we both agree, is Abed Nadir. Abed. Yeah. Played by Danny Pootie. Absolutely incredible. We t- already talked about it a little bit. He also had so many good like heartfelt moments. There, there were good heartfelt moments throughout the show. Um, <laughs> I mean, I started going down a rabbit hole. Did you? Today, like watching old clips and like looking at lists and stuff. And I had to stop myself, but there's so much good stuff out there. Uh, there's a really nice moment after Troy's birthday where everyone but him got drunk and he and Annie are like talking in the hallway. Yeah. He like says some like really nice stuff to Annie who's, ha- who's like struggling with her identity. Uh, you know
1: oh yeah that was a really sweet moment between them
0: abed always has these crazy moments but then like brings it back to reality for everyone even though he's like the least grounded in reality yeah some other favorite characters let's talk about our faves other than abed
1: um well i have three listed okay i've got abed troy
0: is troy number two definitively for you i think so okay
1: and dean pelton
0: Okay, Dean Pelton is my number two. Okay. Yeah, and then I just have like a big list that includes like Troy, Kugler. Which
1: one's Kugler? Kugler was like the old
0: guy with the glasses who was like always like...
1: The old guy with the glasses? Who are you talking about?
0: Kugler, man. Fucking (laughs) Kugler. In the last paintball episode, he was the one selling the paintballs, the silver paintballs. It's just me, Kugler. Wow.
1: Oh my God. That's the most random character. (laughs) You've not in it that much. I know it's not like Leonard
0: I'm just talking about great characters from the show
1: <laughs> just you just looked at me like I didn't know who he was like he's just very random like I just didn't remember we him. just
0: watched the entire series I it's know. in like m- multiple episodes <laughs> I didn't say list your five favorites out of the seven main characters no
1: I know that I just I didn't remember him um, if you had said Leonard I would have known you well, were talking well
0: Leonard's also on my list <laughs> he, he does the fucking pizza reviews and like chip, potato oh my chip God, reviews on YouTube that's so funny he, <laughs> Jeff is constantly telling him to shut up, shut up, Leonard, shut up, Leonard. and then he like says some ridiculous joke, making fun yeah. of how old he is. Uh, magnitude, um, Annie's boobs, um, the
1: monkey, <laughs> the monkey.
0: <laughs> like, is that joke okay? I don't know, but it's funny that Troy named his monkey Annie's boobs. Yeah, uh, and then Garrett.
1: Oh my God, Garrett! Garrett
0: is such a great character. Um, that guy is actually like a pretty well-known comedian and went to Boston University and won like Best Comedian Really, while he was in college, yeah.
1: Oh my God, <laughs> he's funny. Um,
0: uh, do you have any favorite episodes of Community?
1: Favorite episodes? Well, I've got... Yeah, I've got a couple. So... I've always said that the bottle episode with the pen was my favorite. Mm. Um, we watched it again, and I still liked it, but I also knew what was coming, so it didn't strike me as much, like where all the um, pens actually were. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was kind of funny in the beginning. So I have some new ones. The law, Well, the Law & Order parody... That's on my list. ...is 100% my favorite episode. That is... <laughs> And you don't, you don't even have to be a Law & Order lover to like that episode because you're not.
0: No, I have seen very few episodes of Law & Order. I've seen a couple, but just like living in American society, I've seen right. Law and & Order and like these other cop shows and dramas and like yeah. you pick up on like the same tropes over and over again and like the camera work that they do and like the style, oh, yeah. the lighting, everything in that episode is perfect. What?
1: Did they have? They had to have had people. That's the thing. Like, they had to have had people from these other shows or movies like working on this with them. Like, Uh, they did say special thanks to Dick Wolf at the end of that episode. Oh, really? So I wonder if he like directed it (laughs) in some or something. I don't know.
0: I would be interested to know because, yeah, maybe they did. But I also just think if you have a group of writers who are really, really competent and well-versed in television, you can probably just like pick up on these like general things that like every show does and then play it up and make it funny and write jokes about it. I mean.
1: Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh, I just found a Reddit thing. Did Dick Wolf ever comment on lupine neurology? That's the name of the episode. And that's, what's so funny about it is like they, they handled it as seriously as, A murder investigation on Law & Order. Yes. But it was about a sweet potato in biology class getting, like, knocked over. Yeah. Their biology teacher, by the way, was played by the same actor who played Omar. Yeah. Okay. Dick Wolf helped produce the episode. He's in the credits.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: Um, I don't know. Someone wrote that on Reddit. That doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. I mean... Not only are the jokes so expertly written, but like they just fully commit to every aspect of those Parry mm-hmm. episodes. It's so good. Yeah, that's um, perfect. Yeah, I mean, those, those were both on my list, especially uh, the Law and Order spoof. Some of my other ones are like Everyone Loves Modern Warfare, the paintball episode. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, Remedial Chaos Theory, where they roll the dice, and the Darkest Timeline. Oh, line. I
1: forgot about that. God,
0: that episode's so good.
1: And I've been thinking about it so much because like, everyone keeps saying that, like, 2020 is the darkest timeline. Yeah. (laughs) And so I, like, have been thinking about that episode a lot, but I just, like, yeah, that's such a great episode.
0: And that's another... I don't know if you would consider it a bottle episode, but they're all just in that apartment the entire time. It's... Uh,
1: I think you could.
0: It's six or seven people in an apartment... For 22 minutes, one location, and they just replay the same thing six times or like the same scenario, potential I mean, scenario. They
1: do go into like the bathroom in different areas. So I don't know how strict like bottle episode has to be. Do you know what I mean?
0: Sure. I don't know. I don't That's know. really it though. It's just the That's kitchen it. living yeah. room and the bathroom. Um, <laughs> uh, just like the pizza guy showing up. And like six oh times or, or five times Britta comes out of the bathroom like high as a yeah. kite. <laughs>
1: oh my God. I also really liked the 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 mob movie one with the chicken fingers. Oh, that it was, was like, good. I've always wanted to be in a mob movie. Um, that was good. That was great. Also the Sophie B. Hawkins dance. <laughs> I love that.
0: <sighs> <laughs> Sophie B. Hawkins. <sighs> yeah, I mean... The meow meow beans episode was really good the, the app development one that was from season five that oh. was really funny
1: see i didn't like that episode as much oh really yeah
0: uh regional holiday music from season three what's that with tyron Killum when they were uh making fun of glee
1: oh yeah And yes. they kept talking
0: about regionals yeah and like yeah. they would like slowly like suck the next member of the of the group yeah. in, into the glee club uh, the pillow and blanket fort fight. You know.
1: Oh, I forgot about th- we just watched this. I'm forgetting about so many episodes.
0: yeah, th- th- there's there's so many good episodes.
1: I love that because they did that like documentary style. like yeah it's just so like they never phoned it in. Yeah, that's what's so great about this show. Like there was so much work in each one like, they didn't have a lazy episode. yeah, you know. Um, what are some of your favorite moments? Do you have any like specific favorite moments? Yes, okay. A
0: couple. I I think it's one of the cold opens. Jeff says something mean to Britta and you see Abed make a little notch in the table. (laughs) And it says classic wingers. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Andy says something to Jeff like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Says something about his abs. And so he makes a little notch. Ab mentions. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody says something else. And Troy laughs. And you see him putting a little notch in the table. And (laughs) the heading is notches. (laughs) It's <laughs> just making notches on the table. Um, I love Troy. Abed and Jeff at dinner for Abed's birthday, where Jeff has oh, the surprise party yeah. and Abed like really like opens up to him. But then it turns out he's just doing a bit the whole yeah. time and he gets Jeff to open up to him. But then it turns around and then Abed and him have it. like oh, It's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Abed doing Nicolas Cage.
1: Oh, my God
0: fucking insane. He's
1: such a good actor. My God. (laughs) Um, Danny Pudi, not Nicholas
0: (laughs) King. Although.
1: (laughs) Although that's what it was about. Is he good or is he terrible?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There were a couple of great moments throughout the series where like, you know, Brit is trying to pretend basically like she's a psychologist and jeff is like right there like cutting in yeah and so she's like as a psychologist student i hereby offer my licensed unlicensed service (laughs) as a grief counselor grief causer if anyone needs to talk the doctor not even close is in
1: like he should talk he pretended to be a lawyer
0: yeah okay and then i have one more moment (laughs) okay dean pelton freestyle rapping wearing a payday (laughs) outfit (laughs)
1: like dressed up as a payday dress up as
0: a a payday candy bar i i remember this because i was looking up the dean's outfits because we're going to talk about those in a second and he wore this payday candy bar outfit to deliver this rap apology to buzz hickey and jeff winger for a payroll delay i highly suggest everyone go back even if you've seen it multiple times go back and watch that rap from dean (laughs) Pelton.
1: oh my goodness some of my favorite moments. I had, Um. I think one of my favorite like sweet moments is just like Abed with Brie Larson in the coat room, oh. like their whole little meeting. Yeah. Um. That was really sweet. I also kind of liked, I, I like when people kind of like break down, get a little bit vulnerable. So mm-hmm. when Jeff turned on the power by looking at Annie, like there was like this like ridiculous oh. episode and like the only way for the, like the this robot to turn on was from like true human emotion and he made everyone turn around and he's like engaged to britta but he like turns you know he looks at annie and like the power comes back on yeah so that was another one of my favorites I had another one and I didn't write it down. And now I'm going to have to say it later when it comes back to me. Okay. <laughs> and also me mean, Troy in the morning where they're like, not like, there's no cameras here. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's the best one. They have guests on though They're like, what, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite Dean Pelton costumes. I have two more. I already mentioned the payroll thing. Not that that was a good costume, but the scene was incredible. Yeah. Um, he dresses as Tina Turner, to remind the study group that it's daylight savings time and you need to, Tina Turner, your clock's ahead. Oh my God. And then he comes in dressed as dualadine half male, half female, um, <laughs> uh, which is referencing the duality of man and the dual news, both good and bad, about your upcoming biology class. <laughs>
1: I just love how far they take this bit Yes, like that he's like maybe like once he comes in in something like a little bit of a I I don't remember even the first time that they introduced it but then like he just has this closet full of ridiculous costumes I mean
0: what what shows push a bit so far?
1: I I don't think there are any (laughs) I'm trying to think my favorite I think is when he comes in dressed as like a 1950s housewife and all like grayscale
0: for the Sadie B Hawkins dance. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he it's all like black that I mean that's so ridiculous. He had to put like gray face paint on. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> and like it's so funny when he had to like he says he had to borrow when they were going to um hold elections and he has to borrow his sister's uncle Sam costume. But it's like, you know, like hot, like striped hot pants and like, you know. Uh,
0: Dean Pellin played by Jim Rash, we should mention. Yeah. He's fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's so good. I, it's just so funny because often it's just to deliver like one stupid line.
0: It's always to deliver one stupid line.
1: You know that? Yeah. Well, like the the voting one, he like wore that costume for like the whole oh, episode. Okay, sure, sure. Um, But like usually like the whole bit is he just like comes in to see the study group because they're like... That's the other thing I love about this because often like I would watch this and I'd be like, what is so, what is the big deal about this study group that he's got to come in and tell this study group something? But like, that's the trope. Like yeah. they're the main characters of the show. <laughs> Everything revolves around them. It's like saved by the bell. Like Mr. Building only talks to these five students. or <laughs> right, whatever.
0: Right.
1: It's just, ugh, it's so funny.
0: Oh, oh! You have <laughs> so one. One more moment when Magnitude gets shot in one of the painful episodes, oh and he my goes God. Pop! pop, and then he pretends to die. And now it's like pop, what? Pop, what? So it was Troy. Oh, Troy, Troy. Troy. Like what?
1: What was he <laughs> say? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, who is your least favorite character?
0: I mean, probably Shirley. Oh, okay. Um, who's yours? Jeff. Really?
1: Oh, I dislike him. So much.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he was supposed to be a jerk, but he's, yeah.
1: He's a jerk. He's a crank. He's so negative. Like, there's nothing. Like, he doesn't have anything redeeming about him.
0: He was like the quasi straight man.
1: But he was so fucking cranky.
0: Wow. I'm very surprised. I I like his character.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, it's funny. Like, you know, Joel McHale's funny. I just felt like he played like Joel McHale yeah maybe and it was it was just so cranky I mean he was like the most realistic character sure but it's like why do these people put so much stock into everything he says like he's like the you know de facto leader of the group why I it just that just bothered me (laughs) I get it I get I get it um but I'm not he was my least favorite character
0: I'm surprised you didn't Um, say Coogler. Kugler (laughs)
1: <laughs> and also chang i didn't like chang chang was funny in the first season and then they just kept on yeah yeah bringing him back and honestly i didn't even remember that he was still in the show like he was in it all the way to the end
0: yeah i didn't remember some of that kind of stuff too including and like chang. the
1: stuff that they took his character made his character do i mean it was ridiculous <laughs> so ridiculous and far-fetched
0: i think like John Oliver left for a while and then came back or like was yeah. always kind of there. It was it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know where it falls in my all-time, but I think some of my favorite moments of any sitcom are probably in this show. Like mm-hmm. especially in those first four seasons. I it's, it's mostly stuff with Abed, some with the Dean and Troy. Yeah. But man, some really fantastic.
1: You know what stuff? You know what else I loved? The episode where they're in the Dream Emporium.
0: Yeah, where
1: they have that like that that second bedroom painted like I mean, what do you call that? How did they have it painted? It was like black, and it was like an orange grid.
0: Oh, taped out on it. Yeah, I don't know what the word is.
1: But it was basically like kind of like a virtual reality yeah, like, like simulator in, like thing. Like Tron or something. But like, you know, he believed in the closet there's like, you know, this like mode, like this is like the dream like motor. And it's a bunch of cardboard boxes taped <laughs> together. But he like truly, Aved truly believes this.
0: The Dreamatorium.
1: Do you have a, oh, Dreamatorium. That's what it's called. Do you have a favorite character arc?
0: I mean they kind of stay the same throughout their tenure on the show. And then like, they kind of have an arc before they like either leave or before the end of the series. Like Troy's arc of being like a douchey football, overconfident football player from high school. And like at the very end, he realizes like he wants to go explore and have his own adventures and stuff. Like that was like the first episode with him. And like the last two episodes, everything in the middle was kind of the same. Oh, I didn't
1: think so. I thought it was, it was subtle, but like the, watching it close together, it was much more obvious to me the way he started to grow up.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: I, I mean, his is one of my favorites.
0: I I think I'm, I think I probably picked the wrong person to say that all that about.
1: I mean, yeah, he was was, was still goofy and silly and like kind of dumb.
0: Well, I think it applies to some of the other characters. Yeah. Like, did Britta really have an arc?
1: Britta's arc was backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Britta went backwards. And I think they even say that. um, That, like... He's like, how did you start... I can't remember how he said she started out. And, like, how did you become the airhead of the group? (laughs) And really, in the first episode, like, she is so quick-witted. And she's, like, not... She knows exactly who Jeff is. And he's just talking to her because he wants to hook up with her. And she's not going to take it. And, like, later on, she just becomes so, like... (laughs) Dumb, but I mean, I like
0: pizza pizza I
1: liked her character <laughs> i I liked hers a lot um I thought Annie had a pretty good arc from the first episode to the to the end I don't know I felt I like know. she grew up a lot I like that she I mean she she was on her own she obviously went there after like a huge trauma she went to the school after like a terrible um trauma in her life and then she was still like so young and trying to be so perfect i don't know i just felt like you saw her grow up and she never i just liked how she never actually went for it with jeff they kissed yeah she never slept with him there was something that she knew like she was just like smarter yeah, it was creepy as fuck what was creepy as fuck but like she was clear, she was like in love with him
0: yeah i don't think i remember she
1: like she was smart about it she's like this isn't this is not
0: i don't think i remember how old they were all supposed to be she was 18 until we started rewatching it and she comes in right out of high school at 18 yeah. and then like At some point in season, like, three or four...
1: Jeff turns 40. Jeff turns
0: 40. I'm like, wait, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But but she just became so much more mature as it went on.
0: Sure, sure. (laughs) All right. I think we've blabbed about community.
1: Blab, 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 blab. Let's just talk about
0: Abed some more. What a great...
1: Oh that Thank you for saying that Now I remember My other favorite moment Okay When they're trying To set Abed up With a girl Ah. There's that girl That they're like Oh she likes (laughs) you And they're trying To teach him Like how to like Talk to women Like okay Practice on me And he like Has this like Smooth talking I think Casey Actually brought this up On an older episode When we did our draft Yeah Like he's just This smooth talker And Annie's like Like visibly Like melting What?
0: He's doing Don Draper.
1: I know. I was gonna say that. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> Gotten to it because at the end he goes Don Draper. Oh, like he didn't say it until the end. Oh, sorry. Like the, <laughs> Jesus, Bill. I messed it up.
0: <laughs> I had it backwards. He's just
1: like being like really smooth, and and Annie is visibly melting. Yeah. And then he says Don Draper's so out. anyway. Thanks. <laughs> That's one of my other favorite moments. Elizabeth. What?
0: The punchline is Don Draper. To the story you're telling right okay. now. Okay,
1: thanks. <laughs> thanks for bill explaining that to me.
0: <laughs> I was like, how is she not going to like preface this by saying that he's doing Don Draper? I forget that he does it afterwards. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: We just watched it. God, <laughs> Bill. Yeah, well,
0: you didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember. Coogler.
1: I uh, the fuck remembers Coogler.
0: Yeah, Casey took Abed in our sitcom character draft. Yeah. I don't remember what round. I think it was later. Like, I feel like if we did that now, I would take him. Earlier, he
1: was on my list. He it was pretty early because I think he was on my list and he got him.
0: Well, no, I think it was late because he took Jeff Winger early.
1: Oh yeah, he had the worst team. Well, except, except for Abed. For Abed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he had like Dennis Reynolds and and Jeff- someone
1: that from a show that like we didn't watch. I, I didn't know. Well, that that's character.
0: fine.
1: No, I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't like a, rec- a recognizable character.
0: All right, everyone. Me. So if you. Uh, Have not watched Community, go watch it. Unless you are just completely devoid of any sense of humor and you're just like (laughs) dry crap and nothing goofy or witty at all. You miserable lump of crap.
1: (laughs) This is Bill doing his best Jeff Winger impression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fantastic show. I can't recommend it enough. And we just watched the pilot to 30 Rock... So Which we're...
1: I didn't remember Whatsoever
0: Oh my god That I mean That was a long time ago I know
1: ago. But I had no memory of it I'm like Did I ever even see this pilot Like uh, I don't remember When I started watching 30 Rock, Rock Now to come to think of yeah, it 30
0: Rock was 06
1: Yeah Like maybe I didn't Watch the pilot Maybe I just started Watching it randomly In college or something
0: Yeah So my hope is That we're gonna Rewatch 30 Rock And then we'll do the pilot At the end of that Yeah um, Because that is An all time Favorite of mine Yeah Yours too
1: oh yeah no i love that one that's a great show
0: it's time for our segment we're just a couple of dopes who watch tv but there's also important stuff happening in the world
1: or as susan um suggested how about slightly more important than tv segment
0: i think we're gonna pass on that thank you susan (laughs) for the suggestion (laughs) Again, now I feel like I need to restart it, um, and so this is the segment where just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important <laughs> stuff happening in the world. Uh, W-J-A-C-O-D-W-W-T-V-B-T-A-I-S-H-I-T-W for short. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to tweet at us with ideas for this segment, you can hashtag W-J-A-C-O-D-W-W-T-V-B-T-A-I-S-H-I-T-W. This week, I have an organization. It is Got Green. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world and this year. To no one's surprise, for those that know me, I tend to view those things with an environmental conservation lens and... Those issues are no different than any other in that communities of color and low income tend to feel the brunt of them more than anybody else, especially affluent white communities. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Got Green, this is like their little overview Got Green builds community power by waging visionary campaigns at the intersection of racial, economic, gender, and climate justice that incite community participation, provide a pipeline of leadership development for directly impacted communities, and engages in direct action. It's a lot of buzzwords, right? Yeah. Um, But they have three committees that kind of tell the story of what they're really doing. Food access, young leaders, and climate justice. You can go on to gotgreenseattle.org. I guess they started in Seattle, but now they're a nationwide organization. Okay. Which is unfortunate that, that that's still there. <laughs> they're still, still yeah. a girl. <laughs> Um But you can donate. You can read all about uh, their resources and like the three big tabs of those three things I just said food access, making sure that all of these communities have the same access to food and natural resources. Young leaders, inspiring people of diverse backgrounds to become involved in climate justice, which is the third big focus. So that's, that's the one for this week. We will link them in our social media accounts, uh, today, tomorrow, sometime this week.
1: All right. Cool.
0: And if you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Stitcher, Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, subscribe to the show, leave a review and tell a friend.
1: And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music.
0: Thanks Beats. Bye. Bye.
1: television, Watching television, watching television. Watching television.